amen. We were talking about the purpose for now, faith, amen. So you got your Bibles, you got your lessons, amen. Now, faith, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is, amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Now, faith. And I'm playing on words here a little bit with this, this title, uh, the purpose for now, faith. Amen. Because really what this scripture is trying to get you to see as you read the Bible in the book of Hebrews, you notice Paul is coming out of the 10th chapter and he's talking about having confidence and don't throw in the way your confidence. And Hebrews 10, 35 through 39, he just says, you know, cast not away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise for it. Yet in a little while, he that will come will come and will not tarry. Now the just has got to live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we're not of them to draw back to prediction, but we're them that believe to the saving of the soul. So he's talking about faith. The whole book of Hebrews is basically trying to pull you into that faith. And so what Paul is doing now, he hits the 11th chapter and he says, I see a need to now to expound a little bit to you to tell you what faith really is. And he says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and is the evidence of things not seen. And then all the rest of the 11th chapter is he's using illustrations and people to show you how to... Uh, have faith and watch and see what they did with their faith so that you will build your faith. So I'm kind of playing on words a little bit with this title when I'm saying now faith. And actually, I should have just let Sister Parker teach the rest of the month because she has motivated you so well. Amen. So, But we want to pick up here anyhow. So now faith is taking God at his word and trusting him at every turn and every juncture in your life. As a child of God, we know that we walk by faith and not by sight. So therefore, faith is key. Faith is the essential ingredient that a Christian needs to prevail to get to the other side. If the children of Israel would have just believed God, amen, and the things that they saw, amen, they would have been able to just walk straight into the promised land. But for some reason, they got their focus off God, like so many people today take your focus off God, you're going to see your surroundings and you're going to lose your faith. See, you got to stay focused. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know, the Bible is our, our inspiration book. The church is our inspiration book. Every child of God should see the value and the importance of the church and the book that God has given you to build your faith, the things He's given you to build your faith, the church. You know, the preaching of the Word, the teaching of the Word. These things are designed to enhance us, to cause us to grow and mature in in the things of God. So we have to have faith now. Amen. And now faith is what you need right now. Amen. You've got to have it right now because of the things you are going to face or the things that you may be going through in your life right now. So you need faith right now. Amen. Whether now faith that causes us to trust God or the now faith that is needed right now, it must be a part of our daily life. Just like character. Remember we talked about character. We say character is not developed in the heat of battle of a moment of crisis. Character is, is 
develop over a period of time on the day-to-day activities, things you do that is right. Well, faith is the same way. You build your now faith right now. You know, amen, if you read scriptures, things are coming against you. You're in a war. Whether you like to believe it or not, you know, it's like some of these people out in the world uh, that you hear all the time says, oh, I don't know why our soldiers, why are we fighting wars? Why are we doing all this stuff, you know? Well, the church is a war zone. Let me put it that way. Paul says to you, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but we're fighting against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. This is warfare. And so he says, you need to put on the whole armor of God so that you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And he tells us, above all the things, the armor you put on, he says, you take the shield of faith where which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So when the enemy starts throwing those darts of doubt, when the enemy starts throwing those things that are after you, if you read the Psalms, you see David is constantly telling us that, you know, people's tongue is, is like a sharp sword and their, their mouths are as arrows and spears and all this stuff. He's trying to prepare you for what's going to come. Amen. You know, wounds are sometimes happen because of people's words. So there are more people wounded by words than actually being shot. And so and as a result, the devil knows that. And so as a result, he's going to use these tactics to try to destroy your faith. And so therefore, you need to have faith right now. Like I told you about Job, Job didn't wait until his trials came, until he started to build his faith. Job got his faith started well in advance before his trials ever got there. When you read the third chapter of Job, Job 25, Job began to say the things which... You know, I feared it's come upon me. You know, he says, I've heard about it happen to other people, but now it's on my sandbox. And see, but if you go back to chapter 1, Job had already prepared himself in God and strengthened his faith before his trials ever come. That's why you've got to study the Word of God. This is why God has got to be a priority in your life and your faith has got to be developed now before the trial ever get there. If you don't have faith when the trial comes, you're going to throw in the towel, you're going to waddle, you're going to be discouraged, you're going to have all kinds of things going on in your life. You ain't going to know where to turn right or turn to the left. Amen. So you need to develop your faith right now. Your faith is like a title deed to eternal life. Just as a title deed is evidence of real estate, so your faith is evidence of your eternal estate in God. Faith is taking God at his word and not asking any questions. Faith is knowing that God causes all things to work together for good to them that love him. You know, if we quote the scriptures, we better believe it. Amen. Because if not, it's one thing to just memorize the word of God. But it's another thing to live it and believe it. Amen. So you've got to believe what you're reading. Amen. That's why James says, faith without works is dead. You've got to believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith does not believe that all things are good or that all things work well. 
But faith does believe that all things, good or bad, work together for good to those who love God. Faith is not paradoxical. It goes beyond reason. It believes without understanding. Amen. It sings in prison, as we saw in Paul and Silas. It exalts in tribulations. Romans 5, 3. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace through God. Amen. And not only so, we rejoice in tribulation. Amen. Do you rejoice in tribulations? It chooses to endure ill treatment. Amen. It accepts all things of God's will. as God's will. You are not born with this faith. It comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. Amen. So, in number A on your paper, talk about the importance of faith. You cannot be saved without faith, as we see there in John 3, 16. He that believeth on the Son have eternal life, everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth with him. So you need faith to be saved. You cannot live victorious over the world without faith. Whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You cannot please God without faith. We quote that all the time. Amen. Without it, it's impossible. You cannot pray correctly without faith. You cannot have peace without faith. You cannot have joy without faith. You've got the scriptures there, so I'm not quoting them for you. Amen. You are justified by your faith, not by works. You are to live by your faith. You are made righteous by your faith. Christ dwells in your hearts by faith. The Holy Spirit is received by faith. And whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So faith is important because it honors God, and God always honors faith. Amen. Amen. So those 12 reasons there alone should be just enough to you to say, man, I need to have some strong faith. I need to develop my faith now. I need to, to live out my faith. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we got to have that nine faith so that we don't quit. It's easy to quit when things are coming against you. But that's not of God to quit. God is not even quit to visit you. This is why he teaches us to have faith. Because we have to be able to see God in the dark times. We have to be able to see that God is working on our behalf. Amen. And we don't want to go back to Egypt. This is why Paul says, you know, in the 10th chapter, he said, we're not of them to draw back to perdition. We're not going back to hell. We know the world is not going to ward us any good. He's pulled us out of the world into his marvelous life. So I've got to do those things that are going to encourage me and build me up, amen, so that I can make the journey, make the trip, amen, the way that God wants me to be. It's kind of like looking at an ant. An ant don't wait, as we see through Scripture, till the winter come to go look for food. Amen. He knows the winter is coming. He knows hard times are going to come. And so the ant prepares in the summer while the weather is nice. Well, when things are going good, 
We need to be building up. We need to be storing up. Amen. We need to have books that we're reading that is encouraging and lifting us up and building us up, building up ourselves, as Paul said, on our most holy faith. Amen. So the more I've got in me, the more I'm going to be able to endure when it comes against me, when those things that are not pleasing, I'll be able to stand because I can fall back on the Word of God. This is why Paul says in Romans 15, 4, that it's through patience and comfort of the Scripture that I can find hope. Amen. So the more of God I have in me, the more of God I'm going to be able to withstand uh, in the trials of my life and when they come against me. As we see, the world is dark. Amen. It is getting darker and darker. And even now, you know, a few weeks ago, we were still looking outside and the sun was up. Now you look outside, it's already dark almost. Amen. So it's getting dark. Well, not only that in the natural, but the way the world is going right now. You know, you and I are at that age in our lives that we're seeing things we never would have thought would have happened. You know, but if we'd have read the scriptures when we were 13, 14 years old, we probably wouldn't be shot now. Because the same scripture that told it was coming has been there over 2,000 years. So, so as we look at the scriptures, you know, Paul tells us in Timothy, in 2 Timothy 3, he said, this know also in the last days, what? Perilous times are going to come. We're living in dangerous times. Amen. So he says, men is going to be lovers of their own self, proud, blasphemous, disobedient parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth, praise, men, consonants, powers, haters, despisers, those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minders, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, he said, from such, turn away of this sort of day, which creep in the houses and leave capitalists, of the women, later with sin, ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge, truth, as James and James resist Moses, so these also resist the true men of reprobate minds. And he said, but they should proceed no further. He goes on and he tells us that the dark times are going to come. You know, and so therefore, knowing this, we should be preparing. We should have been building up our most holy faith a long time ago. That now faith. Amen. That faith that's going to keep me on the mountaintop. That faith that's going to keep my light burning. Amen. That, that faith that's going to say, in me, there's nothing impossible for God. There should be that faith in you that no matter what comes down the pipeline, you should be able to say as Paul, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You should be able to look your problems or your situations in your face, in their face, excuse me, and be able to say, as Isaiah said, there is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against me in judgment, you should condemn. For this is the heritage of the children of the Lord. Amen. You've got to have that, that faith that says, hey, I know God is still working on my behalf. The same way Micah says in Micah 7 and 8, rejoice not against me, O my enemies. But when I fall, I'm getting up. Amen. When I sit in darkness, God is still going to be a light to me in Micah 7, verse 8. Amen. We've got to make sure that our faith and now is being built. We, you know, we, while we have a chance, while we have an opportunity, the same way that Paul says today is the day of salvation. Amen. Today is the day to build your faith, not tomorrow. 
right now, amen, while you have an opportunity to strengthen your faith, to strengthen your walk in God, it is today. Now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. This world is dark around us, amen. And so we've got to be able to see God. Amen. We know false prophets are going to come. We know that the things that we see that is taking place right now in our world has already been prophesied. And the Lord told us so we could prepare. But we got a little slack. We got a little lackadaisical. We, we didn't get it the way we should have. We should have been getting it together. Our faith should be overflowing. It should be like a fountain springing up unto eternal life as Jesus said. He says I'll be in you, right? Uh, as a well of water springing up to eternal life. Well, if Christ is in me, like I was saying Sunday, if God is in front of me and the Holy Ghost is inside of me, amen, who can be against me? If God is in front of me and the Holy Ghost is in me and goodness and mercy is behind me, who can be against me? If God is in front of me and the Holy Ghost is in me and and goodness and mercy behind me, and the truth is around me. Who can be against me? Right? So I've I got to have my faith, the shield. Uh, I've got to be ready for these things because even though this world is dark, I can still see God working all things for good uh, in my behalf. Amen. He's done told me. I, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. Amen. I have to believe what he's telling me. That's why when I read that word, I've got to cling to it. I've got to hold on to it. This is why the examples in the Bible, all they did was just acknowledge God for what he told them he would do. This is what old Jehoshaphat did. He began, amen, when they said, Jehoshaphat, the Moors and the Amorites is coming out against you. He didn't start hollering and crying, oh, no, woe is me. They're going to kill me. God send the help. He didn't do that. He went to prayer, and he began to acknowledge God for who he was. He worshipped him. And then he told God what was going on, like God didn't know. <laughs> you know? But, but your faith, amen, you've got to be able to bring it back. That's what faith does. It's really, your faith is really just saying, I know God's coming through for me, so I'm not worrying about this mess. In everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, right? Just let you He already knows. He knows what's going on. So when we face things in our lives, you know all we need to do is just worship Him. God, you are the Almighty God. You are the bread of life. You are my Savior. Voila. All that's doing is increasing and building back up your faith. Amen. Because these times of darkness, amen. Amen. They're not going to prevail. You don't have to worry about the evil prevailing. Amen. It's only for a while. Amen. You read Psalms 34 and see what the Lord says. His face is toward them that do wicked and those that hate the righteous, that cut off the remembrance of them that it should not be remembered in the earth ever again. Amen. It's only for a moment. You could probably think of some wicked people and you ain't heard nothing about them in a long time because they've been dead a while. You know? And people, you know, they bear them and you don't hear anything about them after that. You know, you ask some people, who, who, you know, who, who is that? You know, I have people ask me all the time, you remember so-and-so? Who? I have a clue who you're talking about. You know? Because God is wiping them out. Amen. Praise God. 
So even though the world is dark, our faith must still prevail. Amen. We must build up ourselves on our most holy faith, praying and the Holy Ghost. First Peter 1, 5-9. Peter says, Who are kept by the power of God through faith. Notice, you are kept by God's power through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein you greatly rejoice, though for now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through the manifold temptations. In other words, you got stuff that's weighing you down, that's coming against you every way, Peter says. He says, amen, that the trial or the testing of your faith been much more precious than gold that perished, though it should be tried with fire. I'm in First Peter 1, 5 through 9 though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus Christ. He says, when Jesus comes, let your faith, amen, be praised and honor and glory, amen. Let God be proud of you when he comes back that you walk with faith. You remember that when Jesus asked the guys, he says, when the Son of Man comes, is he going to find faith on the earth? Amen. I hope he does. I hope everyone under the sound of my voice, when Jesus see you, he says, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. Amen. You have held true. You have held fast. You have kept the faith. You have not given up. You have walked worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Strengthen in the inner man. Amen. Hallelujah. Peter going on, he says, Whom having not seen you love, and whom though now you see him not, you believe, rejoicing. And with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. The end of your faith. What's at the end of your faith? Salvation of your soul. Moses, the Bible says in Hebrews eleven twenty five, chose to suffer with the children of God, then endure the pleasures of sin for a season. Why? Because he had respect unto the recompense. Of the reward. Amen. Hebrews eleven twenty five. Moses saw that God has something better. His salvation of his soul was more important. Amen. Than silver or gold. And so he walked by faith and not by sight. And this is why we have to, in this dark world, we feel our faith will keep our light burning. Our faith, amen, will let people be able to see that there's still hope. Amen. People are needing someone with hope today, amen, that they can see, that they can put their trust in to help lead them and direct them, amen. And this is why God wants your now faith to be active, amen. If it's ever been a need for someone to have now faith, it is right now, amen. Praise God. You need it to be burning bright right now, amen. Children need to see faith right now, amen. Friends and family need to see faith right now. That now faith. Amen. They need to see it right now in this dark and, and dim and world. Amen. Praise God. Notice what Paul told the church in 2 Corinthians 4, 3. He says, if our faith, I mean, if this gospel is hid, it's hid to them that is lost and whom the God of this world Right, has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the glorious gospel of Christ should be shined unto them. He says, we're trouble on every side. For what? We're not distressed. 
Notice, we got troubles coming at this, but we're not distressed. Repair plan, but we're not despair. Sometimes we're confused, but we're not hopeless. Amen. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. Amen. We're always what? Bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That's why you have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency may be of God and not of us. See, the Holy Ghost in you is so you can burn bright, so that no matter what comes against you, amen, it's not going to take you out. Amen. Nothing is going to take you out but God. <laughs> You're His. I hold you in the palm of my hand. You remember what Psalms 92 says? Amen. He will hide you under his feathers and under his wings you shall trust. His truth shall be your shield and your buckler. You should not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that fly by day, nor the pestilent walk in darkness, nor the destruction of wicked noonday. A thousand will fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand. It's not going to come nigh thee. Amen. Think about it. He will give his angels charge over you. Amen. what I said Sunday when Joshua looked up and he saw the angel with his sword drawn and he said, are you for us or are you for our enemies? He said, no, I'm at the captain of the Lord of hosts. Amen. In other words, I'm on your side, bud. You don't have to worry. More be with us than be with them. Amen. Come on. God sees. He knows. Amen. What you have need of. Amen. He wants you to have faith because if you have the faith, Amen. You don't have to worry about it. This is what God just told Jehoshaphat when he worshipped God. And again, he says, hey, the battle ain't yours, Jehoshaphat. It's mine. Amen. He says, get on there and get yourself a ringside seat. He says, go sit. Amen. Still. Stand still and see the salvation of God. Amen. It's my battle. It's not yours. The same way he told David when David was coming to all the Philistines was coming against David. God says, David, let me give you an ambush plan. He says, you go around the back and you get under the Marlboro tree. And when I put the wind in the Marlboro tree, then you go and attack them. And he did, and he took out every one of them. Amen. Faith. Now faith. In this dark world. Amen. We got this treasure and earthen vessels. Amen. That the excellency will be of God and not of us. Amen. If the gospel is hid, we're lost. Amen. This is why we've got to believe. We have to believe. Amen. Praise God. Now faith is deception. Now, this right now faith. Number two. Amen. You need now faith because of ill health. Amen. Your faith has got to be strong. Now, I've been telling you ever since our minister's conference in March that God gave us three prophecies in this district. Right? Remember what I told you they were. Amen. The first one was Jezebel's spirit, which is controlling and, you know, all that mess. Then the second one was ill health. And God says in that, He says that there will be ill health and a lot of people will turn to man for their healing. But I will not leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Amen. I'm not standing here telling you don't go to the doctor. That's not what I'm trying to say. Amen. I, you know, I'm trying to tell you what God said was going to happen. You know, but whether you go to the doctor or don't go to the doctor, you still need to have faith in God. 
Amen. 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 You still got to have your faith. So we see if you read the paper or you listen on the radio, every day they're coming up with something new. Amen. With all that, they're trying to find out what causing the Gulf War syndrome. They're trying to find out what caused post-traumatic stress disorder. They're trying to find out why people commit suicide. They, you know, I think I'm reading the paper there in North Carolina. Now they're labeling suicide as a as a mental illness. You know, so all these things, all these different diseases, uh, cancer and high blood and kidney disease and Everything, all these diseases that you and me, when we was kids, we never hardly heard of. So with all these ill healths and things that are coming, you know, we got to have faith. We have got to believe what God said in His Word. Amen. We have got to hold on, amen, to what He says in His Word. Amen. We have to believe Him. You know, it seems like the medical perfection that when you go back and look, when I can remember when I was a kid, it was like a profession that they wanted to help people for nothing. They just make house calls. You know, if you were sick, they came to you. Now you can be half dead and they say, bring them down here. <laughs> you know, if the EMT come to your house, they're going to put you in an ambulance and take you to the hospital. The doctor ain't coming out to you. But in the old days, he'd grab that little bag, <laughs> come out there and give you some penicillin, and you'd be well in a few days, you know. But they don't do that no more, you know. They want you in the hospital so they can get out of my school right? And see, and so, you know, and so this is why, again, we've got to have faith. You know, the woman with the issue of blood, we talk about her all the time. You know, and that's why I said she went to the doctor. She was trying to figure out what was happening. She, you know, would go and she'd spin and she'd try to find an answer to her problem. But now she ain't got no more money. She still got a problem, you know. But what happened? Somebody told her about Jesus. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And immediately, as soon as somebody told her about Jesus, she went into that now faith. She went right to building her faith right then and right there because she said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made completely whole. She started building up her faith based on the word of God that she had heard that somebody told her that Jesus could heal her. And she built it up her faith. I don't know how long the span is. The scripture don't tell me from the time she said it until Jesus came into the town. But somewhere she had enough faith built up inside of her that she was ready when she somebody says, Jesus is out there. She pressed her way through the crowd. She touched the hem of his garment just like she had said that she was going to do, and immediately her condition was taken care of. Amen. And Jesus says, Daughter, great is thy faith. 
That, amen. That faith have made you whole. Amen. It's her faith because she built it up. Your faith is what's going to make you whole. Your faith is what's going to give you the strength to stand. Your faith is going to be what's going to keep you going. Amen. When you're waiting on God, when you're going through things, this is why Peter said, don't, don't cast away your confidence. Keep pressing towards the mark. Keep looking. Keep searching. Keep believing God that He's coming through for you. He's on the way. Believe your answer is on the way. Just like when the angel got there, he says, Daniel, from day one, we heard you, man. And now I'm finally here to make you know what the matter is. Amen. Hold on to God. Don't give up. Don't let go. Don't throw your faith away. Amen. No matter what comes down the pipeline, hold on. Amen. Notice what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12. Verse 7 through 10. Hallelujah. Oh, my. He says, Unless I should be exalted upon measure, amen, of the abundance of the revelation. Amen. Paul had revelation of Christ. He had knowledge. Well, Paul was a man full of knowledge and understanding. He knew the law. He, he was brought up at the feet of Gamaliel. Paul, you know, he, he had faith. He understood. You know, Paul had so much word in him before he ever came into truth. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the Catholics going through catechism. They, they have enough word in them, but they just haven't been rooted and brought it in right. You know? And so, here he is. Amen. And so Paul says, lest I should be a measure through the abundance of they was giving me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted of measure. Well, this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. Most, <clears throat> depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, would thou rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches, and necessities, and persecutions, and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Amen. Notice what Paul says. He says, I just rejoice when I don't feel good. It doesn't. Don't pass the common sense test, does it? But notice, it's faith that does these things. Amen. When God speaks, if God says, my grace is sufficient for you, you need to just pick up your bag and keep walking. Let's keep worshiping, keep praising. Amen. It's grace, because in my weakness, then am I strong. Amen. Doesn't pass the comes He's chosen the foolish things of the world to, to, out, to confound them that are wise. Amen. His grace is sufficient for us. Amen. He's worshiping your trials, worshiping your pain, worshiping your suffering, worship when you don't feel good, worship when it doesn't seem like it's going right. His grace is sufficient. Amen. His unmerited love, amen, will take care of those things. Amen. I might can't get up, but I'm still praising. Amen. I'm going to still give him all the glory. Amen. I remember, you know, some of them old sisters, they used to say, I don't feel too good, but God is good. You know, <laughs> you know that's what they used to always say. You know, they stand and testify in the church. They said, Brother Pastor, I'm here to tell you, I don't feel too good today, but God is good all the time. <laughs> He'll get me through this. Amen. Because I'm going to see Him. 
you know. <laughs> and that's the way they do. I mean, yeah, praise God. You pray my strength in the Lord, boy. You know. <laughs> but their faith. Amen. They had faith. You know. And that's the thing. We, we know these things are going to happen. So we got to build up our faith now before they ever come. Rejoice in the Lord. Philippians 4.4. 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. He'll keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon Him. The more you worship Him, that's where your mind is. Amen. Wherever your mind is, where the thing you love the most, that's where your heart is going to be, Jesus said. Where a man's heart and treasure is, that's where his heart's going to be. God's going to be my treasure, amen. And that's where my heart is going to be. And that's where my focus is going to be. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, his name is going to be praised. Somewhere deep down inside, I'm going to reach down and get a praise out of something, amen, to build up and say, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. My faith must prevail. Amen. I've got to have that now faith. When I don't feel good, that's when that now faith that I build up way back over here, amen, when I got started, when I was doing good, like Job, amen, when you got hit with all the mess that came, Job still could worship God. That's faith, amen. He built it way back there for over here, amen. I know I'm talking a little bit about the contingency part that you build up, amen. But that's what you've got to do. You've got to get now faith right now so that when ill health hits you, if you get a bad doctor's report of whatever you come, amen, like Brother Jason Sisko said, amen, you know, when the doctor asked him a question about how did he go, and he says, you know, yeah, what were you at? He said healing and deliverance and, you know, miracles and all that when the doctor asked him. Amen. And that's what should be running in our family. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That's what runs in our family. <laughs> the Lord is on my side. I'm a child of the King. I think the Bible says all the family in heaven and earth is named under that name, right, of Jesus. Amen. So healing and deliverance and captive free, you know, oh, that's what runs in our family. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. So when these things come, it should not shake your faith. Amen. You should be able to say, like Paul, I just rejoice in this mess. <laughs> but when I am weak, then I'm strong. Amen. That's right. Get up. I remember when I had my knee surgery, man, I was laying in the bed. You know, God says, well, you can lay there if you want to, or you can get up and go to church. I told my wife when they came home that morning after church, I said, I'm going to church tonight. Got my crutches, got my pants on, all on down the church. Got there, man, I was out front, and all of a sudden, the Lord says, hey, you can take a victory lap anytime you want to. I started out kind of slow, but all of a sudden, when I came around the second time, I was picking them up, putting them down. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Amen. 
You can stand on truth and lay on a lie. <laughs> faith says, get up. Amen. Praise God. That's what faith says. Amen. Make it happen. Lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. That's what faith says. Amen. Don't let it trouble you. Don't let it worry you. Amen. Don't let it take you out. You take it out. <laughs> praise God. That's the thing about serving God. Amen. We need to, you know, the Bible tells us what? Life and death is where? Proverbs eighteen twenty one, right? Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And we eat the fruit of it. So, if I know I can live or die based on this thing, then I just need to use it for the right reason and build myself up on my most holy faith. God, you're going to come through for me. Thank you. I know you're going to make a way for me. Thank you. Thank you for the goodness of the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for getting rid of it. Thank you. Amen. All these things. Amen. Because what the old saying, it takes seven positives to remove one negative. Yeah. Amen. So what does that tell us? We need to just talk positive all the time. Don't talk negative. Amen. Get it out your system. Amen. He's, God's a God of encouragement. So just use your tongue for the right reason, right? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So when the ill health comes, you've already built up your faith. Amen. So you're ready for it. You know? And you can keep going. Praise God. Amen. Number three, persecution. Amen. You think you're going to face persecution? (laughs) Paul says in 2 Timothy 3, he says, All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall. (laughs) That's right. He said, you shall. Amen. He didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It's going to happen. He says, you shall suffer persecution. Amen. So that shall means it's coming. ISIS ain't only on the other side. You know, Sister Davis, amen. She's already hit the, the button, didn't she? Amen. They, they came against her, amen, for her faith and belief in Jesus Christ. So that tells you it's on the doorstep. Amen. It's already on the doorstep. But I believe somewhere back here, she built up her now faith and made a command and decision that, you know, I'm going to serve God with all my whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And she didn't waver whether it meant putting her in jail. Maybe she had heard about Paul and Silas hanging in jail. Maybe she heard about Joseph being in jail. Maybe she heard about the children being put in jail. And she made her now faith back here that says, hey, I'm going to have the same faith. I'm going to hold on because I know God will come through for me. And he did. Amen. Praise God. Amen. The same way the church was praying for her, just like when Peter, when Herod had Peter and he had killed James and he he had Peter in prison. Amen. But the church made intercession the same way. Amen. And the jails was open for Peter and brought him out. Amen. The jail was open for Sister Davis, brought her out. Amen. Praise God. And she was able to stand and begin to tell what how good God was. Amen. That's faith. Amen. That's that now faith that gets built up. Amen. Inside of you that, you know, and so every Christian should see that and go, yes, 
I'm going to have the same faith. I'm going to have the same concept that if I get persecuted, that if I get put in jail, I'm still going to worship God. I'm still going to hold true. Amen. Because he will come through for me. Praise God. Amen. So we're going to be persecuted. It's going to come. Amen. So this is why you get on that highway. Amen. That highway means you get on a higher plateau than down here. Amen. You've got to get in the straight way. You've got to get in that highway that says this is truth and I'm going to live truth and I'm going to believe truth. Amen. I'm going to get in the way called holiness. I'm going to get in the way of the true doctrine of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm getting in the highway because his ways are not my ways and neither his thoughts my way. Thoughts. Amen. I'm going to be what God wants me to be and what God is asking of me to be. Amen. I, no matter the persecutions that come. Notice what Paul says in 2 Tim, uh, Corinthians eleven, twenty-four through 29. Amen. 2 Corinthians 11, 24 through 29. Amen. Of the Jews, Paul said, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Christ was I, be, verse 25. Twice was I beaten with rods. Thrice was I stoned. Once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. Night and the day I've been in the deep. And journeying off. And perils, dangers of water. And perils of robbers. And perils of my own countrymen. And perils by the heathen. And perils in the city. And perils in the wilderness. And perils in the sea. And perils among brethren. <laughs> Amen. And weariness. And painfulness. And watching offering. And hunger and thirst. And fasting offering. And cold and nakedness. Amen. Beside those things without that come upon me daily. The cares of all the churches. Amen. Who is weak and I'm not weak? Who is offended and I'm burned not? By my need glory, I glory in this. Amen. Praise God. I mean, I will glory in the things which concern my infirmities. Paul says, I'm glorying in this. No matter what goes on, I'm still, because I'm doing it for Christ's sake. Amen. And notice what he says in Acts 20, 24. But none of those things move me. Neither count I my life dear unto myself, that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the grace, the gospel of the grace of God. Amen? None of it moved him. Why? Because he got his now faith way back here before it ever happened. When, amen, he had already built up his faith. And no matter what came his way, he was ready for it to take place. Amen. We see things are coming. Amen. In this world, we see it. So we need to get ready. We need to build up your faith now. You know, ISIS is coming. You need to build up your faith now. Immigration, illegal immigrations are coming. They're going to... You need to build up your faith now. 
I wouldn't be surprised if the government don't take everything you got. You need to build up your faith now. There, if you watch and read, you know, farmers, it's hard for them even to farm anymore because of all the environmental rules. And so everybody is selling their land. So they're selling the land and then they're building houses. Now you guys got no place to grow any crops. And so now all your crops have got to be grown in greenhouse by the government and everything. I'm not a governmental. I don't think I am. I'm not preaching that or teaching that. But I'm just trying to show you how the system and how the world and how Satan is operating to destroy your faith. Amen. So we need to be ready. And we need to build up ourselves on our most holy faith. Amen. All these little scrimmages that's going, killing cops and people shooting each other and killing each other. You know, those are just things that is showing you what is getting ready to come. Because you see, the government ain't doing anything about it. So what's going to happen? People are going to take matters in their own hands. And so, and as a result, it's going to be right on your doorstep. Your, your neighborhood is going to be a war zone. But you've got to have faith. You can't become a recluse and hide in your house. You have to get out there and still preach the gospel to every creature. That's right. You're still going to have to preach the gospel to every creature. The mission hasn't changed. And you're going to need faith to be able to do it, to get out there, amen, and be ready for the coming of the Lord, amen. Praise God. You've got to build up yourself, as Jude says, in Jude 21, I think it is. He says, but you, beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for and hasting for the soon. There it is. Keep yourself in the love of God. But you love it. Build up yourself. <laughs> Thank you. But you beloved, build up yourself for your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Verse twenty-one. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ in eternal life. Verse 22. And on some, have compassion. Make a difference. And others, say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory and in his seed and joy to the only... Well, as God and Savior, be glory and majestic and dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. Praise God. Now faith. Amen. Now faith. Right now faith. Amen. Building it up right now for what's coming. Building it up right now that you're able to keep running. And be able to say as David, I can run through a troop and I can leap over a wall. Amen. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. Let the king hear me when I call. 
Amen. Praise God. You've got to have that now faith. And it starts getting built right now. Amen. Praise God. Now faith. Now faith. Amen. 